Hey, Pie Tribe, buckle up for a new episode of the Passive Income Examiner, the number one podcast for budding entrepreneurs and business owners looking to diversify their income with passive strategies. Welcome to season two, focused on building successful online businesses with evergreen marketing solutions. I'm your host, Lindsay Sutherland. Thanks for joining me. Hey, Pie Tribe, have you gotten your ticket out of the rat race yet? I'm talking about the free guide. Five ways to earn $5,000 a month with passive income that could be yours right now. All you need to do is text the word PIE, P-I-E, to 33777 and get your copy today. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Passive Income Examiner podcast. Today is a guest episode we have with us, Michelle Nedelec, who is the founder of Awareness Strategies. Her business is focused specifically on helping entrepreneurs and executives, you know, automate their business and handle some of the tech when it comes to marketing. So we're going to dive in today to really get in the weeds about this and see what kind of systems and tech and tech tips that Michelle has for us. So thanks for joining us, Michelle. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, my pleasure. Well, I know when it comes to being an online business owner and an entrepreneur, the more we can take off our plate, the happier our lives become, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Especially things we don't know how to do or don't like to do. (laughs) Right. Like for me, that's accounting. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yes. Uh, accounting, I think, should be the number one thing that people get off their plate right away. Yeah. No, that's yeah. not really the subject today. But I just, <laughs> no, you know, but it is a I was just move. thinking about that this morning. I'm like, man, I really hate doing bookkeeping. <laughs> oh, you know, my goodness. No, and there are people out there that absolutely love it. They get so excited no. when they see those spreadsheets and they get to reconcile it. And you're like, wow. <laughs> Okay, that's not me. (laughs) Definitely not me either. So tell us a little bit about you, though. Like, how did you get to where you are? And what's your background? Awesome. Well, um, on on the area of taking things off people's plates, we work in the tech side of things. Now, don't get me wrong. That's not my forte, (laughs) precisely. But it is my company's forte. So how we got into all of this is I was public speaking. And uh, in about 2015 or so, people our audience was asking for us to go online. So they wanted to be able to consume the content through video and things like that. They wanted to have instant access. And we went, that's awesome. But as a personal development company, we had to, it didn't really translate well to the online world. So we had to look at, you know, do I want to teach people how to speak from stage to have more confidence to overcome trauma to whatever the thing was, we had to kind of niche down and, and figure out what that was. So we were taking a bunch of masterminds and other programs to figure out kind of this whole online world and what it meant. And at that time, my partner in business and pleasure, as we like to say, was doing basically big software projects for companies like IBM and Halliburton and, you know, three-year projects, multi-million dollar setups, things like that. And I was fortunate enough to have them in my back pocket to do my little itty bitty tech whenever I needed it. Uh, which was awesome because I was like so many other speakers that, that just didn't understand that whole concept. He did. He took over my uh, the back end, the tech. And while we were doing this pivot, I noticed that everybody else in these courses was having the same issue, that none of us really understood the tech or cared about the tech. And at about that time, he's like, well, I think I'm kind of done doing these projects. I want to do something different. And I said, why don't we just totally pivot? and create a company where we do the tech for small businesses, 
because clearly there's a need for this and clearly you have the specialty to be able to do it and we'll just start up our own company this episode is brought to you by kajabi the platform with a full suite so that's what we did class online business we started helping seamlessly together i've been using kajabi now the speakers that had the experience they had the product they had the service they just didn't prior to kajabi i was experimenting with other platforms and so many of them were not user-friendly they were difficult to get online pages to sync up with the cart or getting opt-ins and emails to be easily set up. I was beginning to dread the time it was going to take to set up a simple landing page. Honestly, I can say that since working with Kajabi, I have been extremely happy. I can't imagine leaving for any reason at this point, mainly because it saves me so much time and it doesn't give me a headache. Listen, I consider myself pretty tech savvy for the most part. But that doesn't mean that I want to be a tech genius every time I want to put together an offer. Kajabi makes it so simple to create online products and it gives me the tools I need so my marketing is synchronized. I really can't say enough great things about Kajabi. If you click the link in the description, you will get a free 30-day trial with Kajabi on behalf of the Passive Income Examiner. So be sure to check out the description. Now back to the show. That's fantastic. So that was 2015 and now we're all the way into 2023 and what timing, because here we had our whole COVID and everybody transitioning to doing online business and the good thing you got set up when you did, that was probably right, just right for you. Right. Okay. Well, so what, what are some of the things that you help with automate? Like when we, when we talk about automation, there's so many different, um, systems that can be automated specifically when we talk about marketing what are some of the key things that you guys focus on well what we're looking at really is the hub of your business so it is your your clientele your crm and how that integrates with your marketing and your sales and you know fulfillment because when you can automate kind of everything from your lead generation up to your fulfillment on side of things it frees up a lot of time. So take, for example, a content creator. If they're doing courses online and they're evergreen programs, being able to set up campaigns, whether they're Google ads or Facebook ads, being able to drive traffic to a online webinar that then upsells into a digital product, right? That's a whole lot of work that once done can be set up to, to run perpetually, especially if it's still bringing clients. I mean, every once in a while, you want to look at it and make sure that it's still doing what you want it to do or that it's up with current trends because sometimes trends change enough that you need to look at uh, whether or not those that course is still in place. But a lot of them can be run in perpetually and and it's an awesome business model. I mean, the idea of having leads on autopilot is something I think a lot of people are are dreaming of so to speak (laughs) (laughs) um what makes you different than other digital marketers yeah most digital marketers are either focused on the marketing aspect of things so they don't get into the tech of it or they're into kind of the tactics of it and not the strategy of it so when we're looking with a company we want to look at the strategy that they have in place what is the end game? What are they really trying to achieve? And you're right, having uh, 
you know, automated lead gen is an end goal. It's not the initial goal. And it can't be the initial goal because you haven't tested the market yet. You need to be able to test the market. You need to be able to test whether or not people actually want the thing that you're selling, whether or not your messaging is right, all those kind of fun things. So there is a lot of work initially in order to be able to get to the place where you do have a high enough conversion rate on ads in order to be able to set things up evergreen. Um, but once it's there, uh, it is a fantastic and <laughs> glorious place to be. So what's the difference between marketing and business automation or marketing automation? Or, I mean, can you kind of yep. define this for us? Absolutely. So business automation is the big umbrella uh, kind of concept. And that involves the entire system of a business. So if you take a bigger business, a bigger business might have an accounting department, a legal department, sales department, marketing, fulfillment, operations. And to look at that entire business as a whole and say, okay, where is the data coming in from? How does it transfer from, you know, somebody comes in, they buy something, you know, how, how did the commission get paid out? How does uh, accounting know that they've paid for their thing? How does fulfillment know that that's been paid for and that they can deliver on the on the system and it becomes a it's a it can be a huge undertaking just to make sure that a client's data is passing from one department to another underneath that is the marketing automation per se unto itself and that can or cannot include sales which seems kind of odd but there's a lot of marketing systems out there that don't include sales, right? Anytime you do a Facebook ad, it doesn't necessarily include sales. Sales might not even know what ads are going out, <laughs> what they're being promised or all those kind of fun things. So we want to make sure that when somebody's doing a ad campaign and they're moving towards the conversion method, whether that's a webinar, whether it's an event, whether it's, you know, there's a whole ton of things that you can take somebody that's sort of familiar with your company. They may have heard of you before, or they may have just clicked on that how do you get them into giving a credit card and buying something? At that time, that whole uh, procedure of finding their contact information when they go, yes, this is my name and email and I want your PDF, transferring that data into a database so that you know who they are, so that you can then nurture them, so that somebody can follow up and make a phone call. All of those systems, however a company has it set up, some can be automated and some should be automated and some and depending on what kind of system technical systems IT systems people have in place you want it to be able to support that so that your ideal client is getting the information they want when they want it and if they want unique conversations and that human interaction that they're getting that when they want it so yeah. what we want to avoid is people doing redundant tasks over and over again, writing the same email over and over and over again. That's a complete waste of somebody's time and effort. And you can put systems in place to be able to take care of that. Right. And then find the right balance between what should be automated and what shouldn't. Yep. Exactly. I mean, and I know what you're saying, like just to demonstrate it for people listening, um, there was somebody I was following and she grew really quickly. Like she went from just starting out to... I mean, like a year later being one of the top coaches that I follow. Um, and while watching her grow, it was really interesting to be on the, uh, I guess, consumer end of it, because, 
you know, at first it was very hands-on, very personal. I could reach out, talk to her directly. Over time, she started using bots and then it started to get really impersonal. I started to feel kind of like, eek. And then she went on to change that again, which I was glad because I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm not a bot person. I'm not, you know, I want to know that if I message you, I'm talking to you or at least if it's somebody on your team, they say, this is somebody on the team, you know, so, so on, so on. <laughs> so it's really important. Like what you're saying is to have those buckets and, you know, know where you're going to put the compartmentalization. So you said also earlier that when it comes to building your automated marketing, that sometimes you can't automate from the beginning, you have to test the system. Like, do you work with people to do that? Or do you put uh, processes in place to kind of do that? How do you do that? I guess is the question. Yeah. And it's a great question. So yes, we do. So we like to partner with our clients as opposed to doing a project for them because we want to be able to help them to understand that there's so much more to marketing than just doing a thing. Like for example, you you have a Facebook account and you can have an autoresponder on it. And some people will say, here's our business hours. But when I go on to your page and I go, Hey, and uh, have a question for you. And you're like, hey, here's our hours of operation. It's totally in your face. It's uncomfortable. You know, it's automated. And it's like, Egh, to your point. So when you have kind of, when you can think about how does that conversation naturally happen? It's like, hey, I have a question. Hey, thanks for reaching out to us. How can we help you? Well, what are your hours of operation? Oh, these are our hours of operation. Awesome. That's an automated conversation that worked out well. You and I both know it's automated, but it's (laughs) kind of human personality to it. Yeah. And then there's, you know, times when, hey, I need help with this. Can I talk to a real person? And you go, oh, hey, if you want to talk to a real person, you know, call this number during these hours. But you're not going to be available at three o'clock in the morning for somebody just because they're on the other side of the world. They happen to have found you and they want to know when they can get a hold of you. So it's, yes, being able to work with somebody, we help strategize where they're going with their business because depending on their business there are certain best practices and with other certain businesses there are things that you absolutely cannot do in social media there's things you can't do in in email marketing campaigns and the hardest way to learn those lessons is to get shut down by facebook to get shut down by google to get shut down by anybody and then you're stuck trying to have tech conversations with people that you don't understand why you got shut down And we just like to save people a whole lot of heartache and go, okay, when you're selling this kind of product, here's what we want to do. Here's what we want to avoid. Here's what we need from you. And and here's how we'll set it up, which when it comes to getting stuff off your plate, as you mentioned earlier, instead of trying to find somebody to go, oh, I don't like doing this. Go learn it. It's we're hired to take care of things. And we're like, here's what we need from you. (laughs) So we're, we're pulling, you're not pushing which is a totally different conversation to have as an owner. Yeah, definitely. So what, tell me a little bit about your clients. Like what kind of experiences are they having when they come to you? What are some of the crises, so to speak, (laughs) that they're having? Because I want to paint the picture for people to see, like this is the moment of need when you might want to reach out. Yeah. So we have some clients that they know right off the bat, I'm starting a new venture. I I don't want to do the tech. Here's what I do want to do. How do we set this up and how do we make it happen? And we've taken a sales trainer, for example, from zero to having her her first three-day course she did within two months and made $40,000 off of it. She never would have been able to orchestrate that kind of tech 
that fast any other way. And within a year, she had done her first $100,000 weekend, which for a starting up coaching program is pretty darn good. That's amazing. Yeah. And we've had other clients that have been in business for a while and, you know, they go through the typical story of, I got my cousin to do this stuff. And then I was asking too much of them. They didn't know how to do it. So then I found this other tech guy and then I asked too much of them and they got burnt out and they ghosted me. And I have this event coming up and I have no idea what my usernames and passwords are, where my data is. Oh, my stars. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So let's start with what you do know. Where are we at? What are we doing? And for us to be able to go in and, you know, reclaim Google accounts, to be able to reclaim uh, websites, to be able to reclaim things. I mean, it's just we have a skill set. We know who to go to, where to go to, what kind of conversations to have. Where as a business owner, especially when you have an event coming up, you're losing your mind about hotels, <laughs> travel arrangements and things like that. Finding out what your username and password for your website is not your number one priority. But at the same time, you need it because everybody registering has to go through that process. So, um, yeah, we've we have the smooth sailing ones and we have the complete and total uh, panic shows. Uh, that we just have to be able to get through it. And, and we love doing that because people need somebody that they can trust that knows what they're doing and knows where to get the answers and has the wherewithal to be able to stick with it, to be able to get to the end game. Mm-hmm. Definitely. What are some, um, to, I mean, like, it seems like in this day and age, automation is kind of a buzzword. Everybody's talking mm-hmm. about it. Anybody can do it. You know, you could Google a few things, watch a few YouTube videos and it just seems like it's something most people can figure out. And we might tell ourselves, well, sure, I, you know, I'll invest a couple hours and put myself through the headache of doing all the setups. But once it's all done, then it's going to be smooth as sailing. And, you know, why should I hire somebody? So <laughs> only one click away from a million dollar deal. Yes, I know. The marketing is fantastic. And, and in fact, overflated, inflated. And oftentimes, uh, unfortunately, the market sort of demands that because that's what they're looking for is, hey, can you help me just get this done? And and unfortunately, just get this done comes with a price. <laughs> it's kind of like we have a champagne taste, but we have Coca-Cola budgets all the time. Everybody does. It doesn't matter what size of company it is. So don't be embarrassed by that at all. It's just the way it is. And unfortunately, you know, that overnight success only took, you know, 10, 20 years in the making. <laughs> so we have to kind of look at that as a, is this really all it is? And when we say automation, it's more utilizing computers to be able to do things that people don't like to do, shouldn't do. Things like if you have a, a membership site, right? And somebody's credit card gets expired. Nobody wants to make the phone call and go, hey, Lindsay, your credit cards, <laughs> you know, uh, how do we want to work with this? Right. You just want to get an email that says, hey, we've put through the payment. It hasn't gone through. How do you want to do this? If you just need to update your credit card, click here. You click here. You put in your new information. Hit submit. Bam, you're done. Like that's the kind of stuff we want to automate. And we want to be able to take those we like to call junk jobs off of people's hands that are too stressful, too confusing, uh, out of their wheelhouse and, and be able to put it in the hands of somebody either somebody that that is in their wheelhouse and they do that or it's a computer that does it and it just does it and it doesn't think about it doesn't get stressed out it just does it repeat repeatedly over and over again 
And then there's the maintenance of it, right? So you still have to do updates. You still have to change dates on events that are coming up. You still have to, you know, make sure that your data is clean and all that kind of fun things. And that's where we come in and put the right resources in place in order to make sure that those systems are moving as effortlessly as possible for the business owners. Wonderful. Well, this has been really insightful. I wonder if there's any like little tips you could give people that, you know, might help them today um, and kind of demonstrate a little bit about what you might do, maybe um, an automation tip of the day type thing. Absolutely. So especially if you're starting out, I totally get that you want to be able to have something that's easy that you can just do, but you really still want a professional email address. So you want to have a WordPress site where you can have an email at your business name.com. It is really important in business because when we see things like Gmail accounts or especially Hotmail accounts, it's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> and and it's really funny coming from tech people that they have a Hotmail account. It's like, mm, <laughs> that's, that's a problem. So you want to make sure you have a WordPress site and there are themes that you can add on it. We recommend Thrive Architect just because it's so easy to be able to use. You can go in, you can change pictures, you can change dates, you can change stuff, get in, get out. And it's what we call a WYSIWYG. It's what you see is what you get. <laughs> Silly acronym for that. But it just makes your life a lot easier and it's super inexpensive. So now you have a WordPress site. Now you want to have a database that you can connect to. We highly recommend Keep Max Classic because of the robustness with which it works. Your business can grow and do whatever you want. It does e-commerce. It does your affiliate marketing. It does your sales funnel. It, take, it makes sure that your clients are at the center of your data, which is what you really want. And then you can start to look at what systems you want to add on top of that. But that is kind of a the super simple basic. Start with that. Consider that you're kind of the lights on and the heat <laughs> for your business. And then you can go and grow from there. Awesome. This has really been great. Thank you so much for joining us, Michelle. Tell us where people can find you. Absolutely. They can go to awarenessstrategies.com and we have a ton of fun assessments and quizzes and surveys and all sorts of things that they can do there and get lots of feedback. And at the end of them, they can book a discovery call with me and I'll actually just help you strategize your business and you can, I'll send you on your way if that's where you want to be sent, or we can talk about kind of what uh, systems and services make sense for you um, and just have a real conversation about what your business is and help you to succeed. Perfect. And there's no charge to just have that conversation, I imagine. Absolutely so. not. No strings attached. I have yeah. no <laughs> anything. It's just about helping business owners because I think biz the more people can succeed in the entrepreneurial world, I think the better the world will be because we learn to make our own decisions. We learn how to be responsible for our own lives and what's going on. And I think the more people that can jump into that, the better. So that's my goal is just to help people succeed as entrepreneurs. Wonderful. Thanks again. Thank you. If you like mommy, so leave a review. Thank you so much for being a loyal listener. I am truly grateful for you. And if this podcast has inspired you in any way, head over to iTunes and leave a written review. I would appreciate it so much. Thanks for tuning in and thanks for helping to spread the word by sharing this show with your friends.